This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Syngenta, a leading agriculture company helping to improve global food security by enabling millions of farmers to make better use of available resources. Learn more at Syngenta.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The biofuel industry is puzzled by the Environmental Protection Agency's proposed supplemental rulemaking to account for gallons waived by small refinery exemptions. The proposed supplemental rule released today would determine SREs in 2020 based on a three-year rolling average of relief recommended by the Department of Energy. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says the proposal doesn't appear to reflect a deal announced earlier this month that would have ensured 15 billion gallons of conventional biofuel demand called for by Congress was met. What, what we understand in this proposal is that EPA is going to be using the DOE recommendations for exempted volumes from 2016 to 2018 as the basis of the three-year average rather than the actual volume of exemptions that, that uh, EPA gave out. And the DOE recommendations are about half of what EPA actually granted. Kurt Kavarik with the National Biodiesel Board said in a statement, EPA is sending a signal to the biofuel industry that the volumes it sets in annual rules can't be trusted. Monty Shaw with the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association agrees. For the last two years, the EPA has weaponized SREs to undermine the RFS unfairly. Now they're rolling out a proposal that says, oh yeah, yeah, you'll be fine, the math all works out, all you have to do is assume that the EPA will start behaving properly 16 months from now after the election, despite their track record. I'm, not, I'm sorry, but Iowa farmers are not going to trust the EPA. Speaking on the sidelines of the Global Ethanol Summit in Washington earlier today, Deputy Secretary of Agriculture Steve Sensky attempted to reassure skeptics the supplemental proposal will achieve 15 billion gallons. Whatever that projection is, as long as the, um, you know, the actual small, uh, small refinery waivers don't exceed that, you will, we will be achieving 15 billion gallons. And we have you know, the commitment, uh, the president is very insistent that 15 billion gallons means 15 billion gallons. Uh, EPA and USDA are fully on board on that. Ethanol groups aren't the only ones upset. The oil industry is too. The Fueling American Jobs Coalition stated the president has broken his promise to the manufacturing workers he promised to protect in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas, and across the nation in order to benefit senators and trade associations in the pocket of the foreign biofuel lobby. Find more of this story on our website at agripulse.com. The House and Senate are back in session today, and a Senate committee chair says the partial deal with China is welcomed news. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa says the partial U.S. deal with China is a step in the right direction, but he remains skeptical. I don't think that's going to be an easy process. After decades of broken promises from the Chinese, they should not. This is an agreement that you can't really have based on trust or as Reagan would say, trust but verify. Grassley says over the years, China has proven it has no problem dodging responsibilities such as following World Trade Organization rules. An ag economist says China needs help from the U.S. to meet their goal of reaching a 10% ethanol fuel blend by next year. 
U.S. Grains Council economist Mike Dwyer says the country is nowhere close to meeting that goal. They're roughly at an effective blend rate this year of 3% E3, so they got a long way to go. They're not likely to do it without imports. Unfortunately, imports are difficult when U.S. product, which is the preferred supplier to China for two reasons, scale and price. When they slap a 70% tariff at the border on our stuff, it neutralizes our cost advantage. And we just need to see some kind of resolution of the trade conflict with, uh, with China. Dwyer says he is still looking at the partial trade deal made between China and the U.S. last week to see what benefits could be there for ethanol. A former Mexican official who played a key role in U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement negotiations says there's no reason to reopen the agreement. Ken Smith-Ramos is the former USMCA chief negotiator for the government of Mexico. Ramos says it would be a mistake to reopen the agreement and says USMCA needs to get ratified soon. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. At the Global Ethanol Summit in Washington, I'm Ben Nully.